Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Good afternoon, everyone. That was a fantastic first 2020 international for Sam Curran. Um, not only did he get three for 28, he came out, first ball hit six, um, and said, you know, that more or less finished the game for England. Windy deer out here in Paul, and, you know, the sun is shining, very, very warm place. It is arguably one of the warmest grounds on the circuit because it is, you know, it's, it's in a little bowl in, the, uh, in between the mountains. And when it gets hot here, it gets hot here. I remember playing a domestic game out here for Highveld Lions with no crowd, literally no crowd, because nobody watched domestic cricket. I think there was only the groundsman's dog when we first started, but it was a red-hot week. Sam Curran coming in once again. Quinton de Kock has gone across his stumps and just flips it over Joffre Archer at short fine leg. Archer is inside the 30-metre circle. As long as he clears Joffre, it's safe all the way and will run away for four. And that's what happens. South Africa 13 without loss. Yeah, good shot there by Quentin de Kock. If you've got, because of the way Quentin de Kock plays, you've got to have third man and fine leg inside the circle to give you the best chance of boundary, up, uh, boundary riders, um, which, is, which are in the deep square of the wicket. Um, and they're a very, very good improvisation by the South African captain. Curran goes in and he's gone across his stumps once again, flipped this one. He might have got more of this one. He has got more of this one. It's going to go all the way for six, landing in the seats down in front of the commentary box. And it's four and six in consecutive deliveries from Quentin de Kock, South Africa, now 19 without loss. As Joffre Archer comes in to bowl and bowls in! Bavuma has swung across the line. He's looking to hit that one mid-wicket and it's hit middle and off. If he'd played a straight back shot of that one, he probably wouldn't be looking around and seeing the castle dismissed. Excellent bit of bowling there by Joffre Archer. He's took slip out. He's tried to bowl just outside off stump, trying to take the ball away from Temba Bavuma, early part of the over. He's been driven a couple of times um, and give away a boundary. He's gone a bit straight. He took slip out, put him into mid-wicket. I thought he would have gone with a short ball. It's actually a little bit shorter in length. And it hasn't bounced as much as I thought it was going to do. It's got a bottom edge off Temba Vavuma's bat. It's hit the middle stump. Three quarters, well, halfway up 
Um, and a, what was a good start for South Africa has just been brought back into England's favour. Jordan in, around the wicket. Oh, Quentin de Kock's gone straight. He's got underneath this one. And what a catch! Tom Curran takes it mid-on. And that is a huge moment. Chris Jordan goes level with Stuart Broad as England's leading T20 international wicket-taker. But more importantly, Quentin de Kock is dismissed for 30. South Africa, 48 for two. That is an outstanding catch by Tom Curran. I can't stress to you how difficult those catches are when you're running out the circle, you're backtracking, but you're trying to keep... You're almost running backwards, and he's taken that and landed pretty heavily on his back there. I hope he's OK, but... Ironically, that's the first time we've seen Quinton de Kock try and hit down the ground, and that's exactly what Harmison was saying earlier, that he's that, he's that type of player that adapts very quickly, and he's been playing behind square and ad- adapting and, and playing all the trick shots, and that's the first time he's tried to muscle the ball down the ground, and he's, he's come undone there. Jordan reacted to his last ball a little bit too short, gone a little bit fuller and tried to encourage the drive and got his man. Sheed is in, and uh, this time shorter. Hendricks goes for a reverse pull, I suppose, and uh, has played it really, really well, to be fair to him. It's run all the way down to uh, the third man boundary for four, and uh, that will make him feel a little bit better. Still uh, striking below uh, 100 in, uh, in terms of his strike rate, 16 from 17, but uh, a boundary to break up the monotony of dots, ones and twos for South Africa. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think he didn't look all that convincing playing that shot. He's almost played it as a stood-up sweep, and I think that's to give himself time to watch the ball spin. Flighted, bold, absolutely neck and crop. Adil Rashid has uh, had Reza Hendricks on toast. This time it was the leg break, a little bit quicker. It uh, completely deceived Hendricks in the flight. He went for the sweep again, not reading the variations of uh, Adil Rashid. And it has hit the top of his off stump. South Africa have lost their third, 65 for three. Ben Stokes is in to Faf de Plessis, who again, that slow, slow pitch, is able to sort of stand back and shovel the ball uh, with a straight bat almost, top of off stump, over mid-wicket for four. Score is uh, now 69 for three, and that's a fabulous shot. Shot of a man who's full of confidence. He's watching current go in. Right arm over the wicket, flipped into the onside by Klassen, and Ben Stokes takes the catch. Klassen, in some ways, has been unfortunate because he's picked the only man inside the circle on the leg side, but in another way, it is far, far from fortunate because he's just pinged it straight to Stokes, and Klassen walks off. Hitting his bat on the ground. He can't believe what he's done. He's picked the sole man there. And it's another wicket down. Five down for South Africa. And England are all over South Africa in this second T20 international. Fantastic bit of bowling by Tom Curran. Sam Curran once again uh, given the job of taking the new ball. None for 24 from two from him. Joffrey Archer was superb. One from nine uh, from two overs for him. Eight dot balls. Tom Curran, who kept his place after being expensive on Friday night. There's uh, none for 11 from one over. And uh, Chris Jordan. He's the other wicket taker. That's brilliant from Rashid. It's also superb from Butler. And I think Faf Plessis is outstumped. Oh, it looked so, so easy. Beautifully arcing leg break from Adil, Adil Rashid. Faf Plessis groped forward. And as he did so, must have lifted his, uh, lifted his right foot. Uh, Joss Butler collected it, had the bails off in a flash, and that is the end of Faf de Plessis. That was brilliant from uh, Rashid and Butler. Chris Jordan again, as is the uh, 
the field set by Owen Morgan he is the only man on the leg side so has to go from mid on to mid wicket inside the circle collects returns to Joss Butler single taken 1-10 for five two balls into the here's 17th one for, over here's one for you Mark Kip. would you change England's batting order to go it just looks as though the, the hardness of the ball first seven eight overs is the best time to bat would you then get rid of Milan at three and go Stokes and Best over three and four Archer in outside edge of uh, Van der Dussen's bat thick outside edge it'll go down to the fielder at uh, third man for just a single 1-11 for five personally I wouldn't um, I certainly wouldn't change the top two because I want to I want Roy to get some confidence I yeah. think this could be a good option for him to get out there and, and score some runs but <laughs> he's your number one T20 batter in the world at the minute Milan so I would keep him in it, it doesn't it wouldn't ring full of confidence within the um, looking from outside into the team would it if you were suddenly moving the number one t20 player in the world down the order it might look a bit odd I mean there might be perfectly good reasons for it uh, uh, Archer in that's an absolute beauty very full and it's uh, it's, I reckon that's actually pitched inside the crease. Linder's dropped the bat on it, squeezed it out on the offside, was looking for a single just to try and get himself up to the other end as much as anything else. That is an absolute beauty. Two to go in the over. Current right arm around the wicket. Oh, he's gone for a slower ball. It's sat up in the pitch. Linder has given this the treatment and sends it the distance and puts it over mid-wicket for six. Four and six in consecutive deliveries. 126 for five. And Linda has hit that probably as clean as any ball we've seen hit all inning so far. 126 for five. Yeah, he's picked the slower ball. It was in the slot, but he's picked it. And he's absolutely belted it. I would go as far as to say, Macca, that's the first time in 17.5 overs I've seen a ball timed properly. I really have. I don't think there's been too much of the ball being timed properly, but Linda timed that. It was in his arc, left-hander, ball going from outside off stump, on towards half stump, middling off, round about waist high, and he's managed to get his arms free into the arc, into the swinging arc, and it's gone a long way back. It's not a very big boundary square here, but I tell you what, no matter where that was in the world, that was six. Final ball then from uh, Jordan. It's another full toss as he comes around the wicket to the left-hander. Oh, it's been uh, misfield. And then Tom Curran has... Uh, sorry, it's Ben Stokes has slipped over at mid-off. And they're allowed to come back for another, but it might be a brilliant run-out. What do they always say? Don't run on a misfield. They didn't run on one misfield there. They ran two on a misfield because Stokes, he looked as though he wasn't interested. Head was down. He thought, oh, what have I done here? Got his strop on. Then all of a sudden, somebody shouts Stokesy. They managed to try and run again, and then all of a sudden it looks as though he's going to be a yard out. Stokes, he's throwing the ball back. Good throw back towards the uh, the England bowler, Chris Jordan, and it looks as though he's miles out. Well, we're getting the replay now. Chris Jordan takes the ball, and he's a foot out of the ground. Uh, Linda, as he comes sliding in baseball style, Chris Jordan does it nonchalantly as you like, and, well... We haven't seen much of Ben Stokes for uh, in the field in these two games. I suppose he has to. I think he's contractually obliged to, to to do something spectacular. And there you go. Welcome to the game. Final ball of the innings. Rabada is on strike. So Tom Curran. It's in the slot. He's had a big swing across the line. It will go through to the wicketkeeper Joss Butler, and the batsman will run a bye. So South Africa will post 146 for six from their uh, 20 overs.
the par score or the average score should I say in games played at Bowland Park is 150 this is the first T20 international game played at Bowland Park though so these are domestic numbers that we're having to use but what that total tells you is it it's round about the average at this ground 146 for six though won't frighten England but and we've just been talking about this Kate it might be what 10 15 more than England would have been thinking a few hours ago just from that the fact that they went into that sort of death mode that maybe they didn't need to and they just got by their own very high standards sloppy at the end yeah I think you know you can see the body language of the, the players walking off they do just look a little bit, bit disheartened in a way because I think you're right they, they probably leaked 20 runs there at the end and I think Linda was the difference for them um, Steve mentioned earlier about him he just came in and gave them a bit of a momentum shift which is exactly what they needed at the back end of the the innings there but like you said I think that it won't be a a score that scares England but I think they were, they're going to have to be careful about how they bat I also think Maka when you when you look at it I think a lot of that 10-15 runs Kit, is down to England's own doing I actually think England's change up last three and a half overs they went to the death bowling and uh, it wasn't the right time to go there and then again Roy sweeps sweeps hard and that flashes away to the backward square leg boundary for four He's absolutely tagged that. He gets a, uh, a fist bump from Josh Butler. Jason Roy's away in the series. I always think being, um, being a top-order batter like I am, that um, often when you are out of Nick as a batter, it's, it's more how you play bad bowling rather than how you play good bowling. I think everyone's defence kind of stays there, but um, that just showed that, I mean, bad ball that's been punished there by Jason Roy, so that could just be something that gets him back into some scoring runs. In goes Abada. Thick leading edge as Roy tries to turn it into the leg side. It balloons out on the offside into the covers off uh, that leading, almost off the back of the bat. And again, Jason Roy sort of losing control of his backswing. The hands are getting a long way out in front. He's too early on the ball. And that could have been his undoing again there. Tough times this for uh, England's opener. Yeah, it was a slow ball as well from Rabada. So, like I said, just before you are seeing them, those change-ups coming early, but... Oh, he just lets this one come in and uh, oh goodness me it's looking absolutely harem scarum out there at the moment from uh, England Temba Bavuma had he hit direct from cover point would have sent Josh Butler on his way no doubt about it I feel like I've probably contradicted myself a little bit there because I said how successful England were with bowling the, the pace off deliveries that was, looked like another slow ball from Rabada but I just feel like you've got one opportunity with a new ball to get it swinging get your slips in try and nick Jason Roy and, and Josh Butler off pull shot from Butler that's over the head of backward square leg it's going to run away for four again it was half a chance for South Africa extraordinary start 15 without loss from two overs England uh, well on their way but none of it has been convincing from either Butler or Roy. Butler should have been run out by two metres in the previous delivery. Uh, but England are, uh, well, 15 without loss. It's an in-swinger. Full toss, and it's hit Jason Roy in front of the stumps as he walks across, and the umpire's finger has gone up. Umpire Holdstock has given Jason Roy out. Roy is shaking his head. I'm pretty sure he's going to go upstairs here for a review. And my, fir my first feeling was it swung, and I think it might have gone past leg stump. Yep, Jason Roy has uh, Jason Roy has signalled that we're going to go upstairs to uh, 
third umpire Palika. What did you think, Kate? I think it will be umpire's call. I think it would just been clipping, but I think that delivery and that dismissal probably sums up the first 12 balls that we've seen in this innings, Shambolic. doesn't it? Yeah, just a just a bit kamikaze again. It kind of has followed on from the last three overs of the first innings. Um, but it also looked like it really hurt Jason Roy. I think that one did miss the thigh pod and he almost got the dead leg run down to the other end trying to get off strike. DRS. Jason Roy, I think it's missing leg stump. I reckon it's hit. Jason Roy. <laughs> you can imagine here... Yeah, it's funny enough. The only batsman in commentary thinks it's not out. The two bowlers have given, have given it. But Jason Roy, as he's walked across, the ball has missed his front pad. And as the, uh, the back leg the right leg flicks out behind him I think it's hit him on his back heel and I reckon that's missing leg stump by about three or four inches I think he might have hit it as well well it's not got a lot going for it then has it no it's not missing the stumps review retained get on with the game oh, it's, I think it's missing by about six and a half inches that Still limping around a little bit on that that right foot that hit the inside of the ankle which I'm absolutely no doubt will be very sore for a couple of days might have yeah. been his, almost his Achilles right at the back just yeah. on the top but he, the good news is he didn't make a meal out of it. <laughs> Nokia is in and short to Josh Butler, who pulls and he's been taken. Oh, no, he hasn't. Oh, my goodness me. It's just a comedy of errors. Kagiso Rabada ran to his right, had to dive. The ball was not travelling at any pace whatsoever. He had both hands on the ball, and somehow it's ended up on the deck. This, well, I mean, it, it would be... It would be cruel and harsh to say that it looks like an under-12 game out there at the moment, such as the, the standard of, uh, of play we've seen. But Kagiso Rabada, how have you dropped that? Yeah, that's a real, it's a simple chance, really. It's just, it's almost hit him on the wrist. I think he's completely overrun it and dived when he didn't need to. Short again. Roy tries to uh, pull. The bottom edges it. It goes back down the pitch to Henrik Norkia who picks up, underarm flicks it to Quentin de Kock. That is the end of the third over. England are 17 without loss. And uh, all that could possibly have gone wrong for both teams at the moment, barring the fact that England are none down, has happened. Nokia walks down to uh, his fielding position, shaking his head, barely able to believe what he's just witnessed. Is in. A little wider of the crease this time. This time it's straight up in the air. Roy has tried to slam it through the offside again. It has gone straight up. It is taken by one of those three men. I think it's Henrik Klaassen uh, at cover. Lungi and Gidi has the wicket. The breakthrough has come. South Africa's tactics are waiting for one of the England batsmen to give their wicket away. Has paid off. And it's Jason Roy. 14 from 19 for him. England 25 for one. Yeah, he knew as soon as he hit that. He's come down the track again. He's tried to create something. He's played that shot on one foot, almost almost Kevin Peterson style, you know, that flat back shot, and he's just top-edged that straight up. And it was a good catch in the end. It's gone really high, and you could just see the reaction from Klassen there that, it, that they're not quite as simple as they look, especially against the blue sky. So South Africa probably on top here, 25 for one after four overs, and, and they've got rid of Jason Roy, and you've now got David Milan coming in, and... There's still the likes of Bairstow, Morgan, Stoke still in the shed. So I see, I see what you're saying about South Africa. They got early wickets in the last game and it didn't work for them, but they're not going to win this game unless they bowl England out. So uh, Butler and Milan are the men at the crease. It's left arm around to uh, the left-handed Milan, and that's a glorious shot. He goes on the reverse paddle and gets it past short third man and straight away races away for uh, four 
and 45 for one are England. Milan with that boundary goes to six. This is a, this is a I think this is a poor bit of decision making by the South African captain. You've got Milan more or less when you want them. Henrik Nokia has just bowled three of the last four balls in excess of 150 kilometres an hour. Got Milan where he wants them, and you bring a spinner on for him to reverse sweep. It doesn't make sense this by the South African captain. Shamsi to start a new over. Bester goes into the leg side. He's got underneath it. Has he got enough of it? No, he hasn't. Picks out the man on the boundary at mid-wicket, and England at 55 for three. Besto. Man of the match performance in Cape Town with 86. It's three in match number two from seven deliveries. And Shamsi's got two for four. And South Africa have made another big, big breakthrough as Besto takes on the mid-wicket boundary and falls short. Well, Johnny Besto now has played four attacking shots in, this, in, his, in his fateful innings. Three of them on the offside, tried to force it off the back foot clothed everyone so he's decided to go against Shamsi against the spin try to hit it into the leg side cross bat slog sweep and he just managed to get high on the bat straight up in the air and to be fair he was close to the 30 yard circle than he was to the boundary and England are in real trouble now at 55 for three well England will certainly be hoping that uh, one of the South African bowlers goes for 28 in and over as Shamsi comes in for his last. Ben Stokes sweeps. It goes a long, long way up in the air. There's a fielder circling underneath it. Oh, he needs to be another 20 yards back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. The strength of Ben Stokes. It didn't look to me as though he got that right out of the middle. It seemed to come off the top half of the bat, but it has sailed, sailed for six. Ten and three-quarter runs per over on a very difficult surface, as uh, 
And Gidi is in once more to England's captain, standing upright with the bat in the air, and that has been smashed, absolutely dismissed from the presence of Owen Morgan over mid-wicket for six. He is the first batter to come out and actually time a ball early on in his innings, and that, bloody hell, he's absolutely powered that. That has well, not missed. Absolutely. Yeah, that's not missed anything other than the middle of the bat. <laughs> I mean, that's the best shot we've seen today, I think. By uh, bar none, we've seen some some comedy cricket at times. And whatever the plans have been, whatever South Africa's bowlers and captain have spoken about, it's either being uh, poorly executed or it was the wrong plan in the first place. Kate Cross. Yeah, I think that's what I was trying to get at earlier. With think about the best bowlers in the world, they have those two plans and they stick to them and they execute them. And I feel like this is kind of a neither here nor there plan. Is he going into the pitch? Is he trying to bowl full? It's hard to tell, especially with the field. You could see Quentin de Kock manoeuvring his men again because of, of that boundary the ball before. 128 for four. Ngidi is into Milan. It's again in the slot. Milan hits it straight back over his head. And I think it may well have gone all the way for six. Yep. The Texas horns are up from uh, umpire Sean George. And that is a magnificent stroke. And it is another T20 International 50 for the number one batsman in the world. David Milan in the slot again. Milan has opened himself up. Hit it down towards long off. And, uh, oh, it's brilliant. That's a brilliant piece of work from Risa Hendricks. Hendricks was just inside the boundary, had to leap up above his head, parry the ball back into play, jump out of play, and then before the ball uh, came down on the ground inside uh, the boundary edge, jumped across and pouched it. It's a brilliant catch from Hendricks. It's a good comeback from Ngidi, but it is more than likely too little, too late, as Milan uh, trudges off the park after making his eighth T20 International 50. That really is an outstanding bit of fielding and we're seeing it pretty much in every every kind of format of the game now. Bits of fielding like that. As uh, Rabada is in. Oh, he's knocked over Sam Curran. He's bowled him. Rabada hasn't given this one up yet. It's now uh, three from four deliveries and uh, Sam Curran, who just tried to deflect that ball down to third man, has instead deflected it off the inside edge into his stumps and England are six down, needing three to win. As Rabada is in once more to uh, Jordan Jordan scoops it into the leg side that'll be the game and the series Chris Jordan has found the boundary at uh, square leg England have got home albeit not in the emphatic fashion that they managed at Newlands on Friday evening but it's another win another series victory for Owen Morgan in uh, England's T20 kit and uh, for South Africa well more questions really about how reliant they are in terms of runs on the likes of Quentin de Kock and Faf de Plessis whether or not uh, the bowling attack is uh, quite as potent for them as he would like but for England well more questions answered David Milan has come out and made a match winning contribution 55 from 40 deliveries for him Steve final word with you um, England win again it's probably another ugly win you could say but once more the the, uh, the points go in the right column for them and um, more performances from from more uh, members of the squad it's not always the same guys when it comes to England uh, performing absolutely Butch and I think what you look at it if Owen Morgan said in the first game was find it was was a five out of ten performance well that's a probably similar number you'll give and when your team is not performing at its best and you know everything's crash bang wallop the best thing you could have in a dressing room is find a way. Find a way to get over the line. England have done so. I thought Rashid with the ball was absolutely fantastic. And I thought Milan with the bat and Captain Morgan. 
what has he said? He wants to put pressure on himself to finish games. That's why he's going to bat number six. He did it for his team today. 2-0 in the series, going into Cape Town again. And England found a way to grind out a win. Sign of a fantastic side. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 